1: valentine mini episode i'm rich and i'm here with carolyn hi and we just watched 1995 classic it takes two starring mary kate and ashley olsen
0: this is a mini episode why are you talking about what we just watched
1: because that indeed did just happen it feels like it feels like a full episode because we immediately went from watching a movie a movie into the podcast so
0: did you like the movie, though?
1: Yeah, I liked it. I've seen it before.
0: Did you like that I quoted half the movie?
1: Yeah, I always enjoy that. Do you really? Yeah, I do. It's it's endearing. Okay. This is probably the best um, non-Full House Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, though I do like Double, Double, Toil and Trouble, <laughs> but that would be more like a movie I'd pick because it is so scary. So scary? So scary. I only have one question about this movie. It's like the biggest plot hole right. in a movie that's ever existed. Why? Why are there two of them?
0: Apparently, it's like a doppelganger.
1: So they're not twins.
0: No, not in this one. It's not like um, it's not like the Parent Trap okay. where they were twins and they separated them on purpose and then they accidentally found each other or whatever.
1: They, they were in the Parent Trap too.
0: Yeah, they. There was. I've seen three versions of the Parent Trap.
1: They also had The Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, I believe.
0: Something. They've been in
1: a lot. And now the only one is Elizabeth Olsen. Yes. The younger sister. Yeah. Who is arguably more famous than them now.
0: Yeah. They wouldn't even be on the Fuller House, like the comeback. No, they're done with that shit. Yeah. Couldn't do it.
1: The 90s were so fucking weird. Because you always had like three or four of the same movie come out at the exact same time. Yeah. For this one. You had obviously this, you had Heavyweights, which was another camp movie, mm-hmm. and you had Man of the House, which was Jonathan Taylor Thomas, yep. Chevy Chase, all involved going to camp and shit. Every single one of them came out in 1995, so they couldn't even have been copying off each other.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Because they
1: all would have had to have been made. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them came out Did in they, 1995. Did they like
0: get wind that they're making a kids that camp movie and- I they think, found one too. I
1: think every one of them was like oh Adams family values this is cool because that came out in like 1993 mm-hmm. and that was all Wednesday and Pugsley go in the camp mm-hmm. so I'm assuming maybe that's what happened there but it wasn't even it wasn't even camp movies mm-hmm. you had um baseball movies too so you had sandlot and Rookie of the Year both in 1993 and then in 1994 you had a little big league mm-hmm. you could even throw Mighty Ducks. And Little Giants in. You yep. had all these- All kids' sport. Kids' sport movies. Yep. That, that probably none of them had any business being big major motion pictures. They were all, they all, if they were to come out 10 years later, would have been Air Bud. Yep. Every one of them.
0: They just all happened to hit at the right time.
1: And they were, they're were they all great.
0: Yeah, they are good. Like, like I'm not oh, saying
1: they're bad movies, but they're not movies that would get a wide theatrical release now. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even kids' movies because like- you had this huge fucking glut of disaster movies in the late 90s. You got like Dante's Peak, Volcano and Twister, like <laughs> all within a year of each other.
0: Hey, Twister's good. They're,
1: Dante's Peak and Volcano are not good.
0: But Twister's good. They're
1: fun to watch, but they are not good. Twister's Twister's pretty good. But even like Independence Day, that's a disaster movie too and that came hey! out Hey. I love Independence Day. I watch it every time it's on TV all disaster movies. Yeah, big dinosaur movies, the Jurassic Park movies with fucking Godzilla, all that shit. They all come out at the same time, separate from each other.
0: See, I'm saying hey because I Tokyo your disaster movies as you saying that those movies are a disaster. No, they're
1: about disaster. I
0: understand that now. No. (laughs) I'm looking like an idiot over here.
1: No, No, they're about disaster. It's like,
0: hey, it's not a disaster. You're like, no, I liked it. I'm like, then why'd you call it a disaster? No,
1: they're all about destruction. (laughs) Sorry.
0: it's A little late.
1: But yeah, every movie I named, awesome in some way. None of them are my favorite movie.
0: Of course not. We know your favorite movies.
1: But I would enjoy watching every single one of those. I just enjoyed watching this movie. It takes two. Kirstie Alley, Steve Gutenberg.
0: Did you have a thing for Kirstie Alley?
1: Uh not really.
0: She was in so many movies when we were a kid. No? Yeah,
1: but she always seemed like
0: like a mom figure. Yeah, too old. yeah.
1: I never like I was never had like a crush on her. Even though I do like older older women.
0: Oh my god! I'm six months older than you. Okay, get a life.
1: But no, the Alley never did it for me. Her voice, I don't know. She seems, All right,
0: I was just asking. She
1: seems too rough and tumble. Like, Kirsty Alley seems like she would kick your ass. <laughs> and my ass, both of our ass. She seems like she beat us up. All right. And that's only good sometimes. You don't always want that. <laughs> okay. But it's been a long week, so I won't blame you if you don't have homework. Do you have homework?
0: I grabbed some extra that I... Had laying around. That's good. So it comes from Reddit, but it's not our usual. This is the first time. It actually comes from r slash knitting.
1: r slash knitting?
0: Mm-hmm. It's called Knitting is a Dangerous Hobby. Yesterday I had a visit from this guy I had just started seeing. We were settling in to watch a, a show, and I, had, of course, brought my latest knitting project out because I always knit when I watch TV. I'd place the knitting on the couch, and when my date asked to see my Star Wars knitting book, because he's a huge Star Wars fan, I went to get it. When I went to sit down on the couch beside him, I sat down, I sat on my knitting needle. It was a metal needle with a rounded tip, and it just glided right into the back of my thigh, at least three or four centimeters. I then kind of panicked. I pulled the needle out and pulled my pants down to examine the injury, But Since I have have a bit of a large backside, I had to ask my date to look and had not planned on him seeing me in my underwear just yet. He was really sweet about it. He looked at the tiny injury and put a bandage on it. I called to my country's injury hotline because it started hurting when I used my leg. The nurse conferred with my doctor and they believed I stabbed a nerve in my thigh. The nurse was a bit confused on how I'd stabbed myself. No treatment necessary. My thigh still hurts today. Kind of like a sports injury. My date, however can expect a knitted clone trooper hat as a thank you for being so cool about the whole stabbing thing.
1: He was thrilled he got to see her large backside (laughs) and her underwear. Hopefully she wore some nice underwear.
0: Well, the main reason I picked this is obviously because I'm a knitter. Yes. And I threaten to stab people often.
1: You do. Walking
0: around with sharp, pointy objects. But also, one of my kids accidentally stabbed himself. Do you remember? Yes, I do. One of, so I had my knitting sit beside me on the couch and he ran and just, like what kids do, just run and jump on the couch and he ran and jumped like hands and knees onto the couch and my knitting needle stabbed him right in the side of the knee. It it was sticking out of his knee. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he does is reach down and pulls it out. Yeah. Yeah. In In the knee.
1: Very tough kid.
0: He is a very tough kid.
1: He's currently not in the best shape. No. This is why, when I said it's been a long week, it's been a long, trying week because of this child.
0: He's always been extra. It's okay? always been this one. <laughs> this kid's always been extra. He, you... he was called super bad, like <laughs> his first three years of his life. Yeah. Like,
1: if you would have told me this incident was going to happen prior to it happening. And he said, which kids is this going to be? Oh, I would have yes, absolutely. unquestionably named him. So who's going to, are we going to just say what happened? Or are we just going to vague book it?
0: <laughs> he was riding his bike and the brakes broke, which they had been, I guess, like, almost breaking. They were like uh, frayed.
1: I'm not convinced he had brakes to begin with. Well, he
0: said he did it twice. He went down the hill once and he was able to brake. But he went down this hill the second time and they snapped. Yeah. And at the bottom of the hill is like a retaining wall for like the creek. And he slammed straight into a brick wall, like yeah. with no brakes going down a hill. And <sighs> yeah, he broke two bones in his right wrist. He sprained his left wrist. He broke his nose. He has a concussion and he got stitches in his knee. Yeah. With abrasions all over, also, so we're dealing with vomiting from post concussions, and yeah, and just
1: the stress of seeing your child. He looks look like he went through horrible fifteen rounds, like old school, not even twelve round title so fight bad. with Mike Tyson. He looks so bad; it is horrible. We almost didn't record the podcast this week. It, it was we are right down to the wire here. Like,
0: you have to edit in the morning <laughs> and upload
1: it. The Edge. The edge of our deadline, pretty much the edge of our nerves at this point. Yeah. So it's been rough. We we were just sitting here. I'm like, if you don't want to record, we can skip this week. It'll be fine. <laughs> we um we almost did like the cheapest move ever because we just watched that movie It Takes Two, just for the hell of it, just to like kind of for Carolyn to laugh and be in a little bit better mood, relax a little bit. So we just put on comfort food. And I said to her, I'm like, you haven't picked your movie yet this week. Do you just want to use this as your movie? Yeah. We will record the mini episode where you announce your movie, and then we will immediately just record about this fucking movie. But we did not do that. Nope, we didn't. We should have. I picked my movie. So I guess I'll go with my homework. Yeah. Mine is from Reddit. Today I fucked up by taking my girlfriend to a nudist beach. Ooh, they've added to this. Hmm. So me, 24 male, and my girlfriend, 22 female, are on holiday in Spain. First time away in a long time, and the weather is amazing. How long could it be if he's 24 years old? There, Nothing is a long time since you've been away, unless it's been your whole life. There's a nudist beach, and she asked to go, as we have never been to one. I don't see the appeal, but she has always been spontaneous and adventurous, one of the things I love about her. So I said, okay, let's go. Would you go to a nude beach? Sure. Me too. When I think of a beach, I think of old people. Very rarely do you get a younger demographic. Sadly, this time I was mistaken. That's a ballsy fucking thing for him to think, considering he's never been to one.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's a, he just meant like in the movies and stuff. Yeah, in,
1: like not in real life. Yeah. Everyone seemed younger than 30, in incredible shape with a tan, and a lot of other, another thing, which I don't need to spell out, but you can probably guess, horse dicks,
0: <laughs> huge swinging dicks. <laughs>
1: Is that what you guessed?
0: That's what I was guessing.
1: I kept hearing my girlfriend gasp and whisper, oh my god.
0: Yeah, well, if you had a horse dick, wouldn't you go to a nudist beach? Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait.
0: <laughs> you said you've never been before. <laughs>
1: Let's not start this again. Back to the post. I made up an excuse, so we left as my ego was getting battered. But she is annoyed and is now saying she will go back tomorrow without me. Whoa. No. (laughs) No, you got to go with her or she is going to be getting horse dicked all day. (laughs) Horse dicked. Because she is so impressed and happy. She's getting
0: horse dicked down.
1: A huge F you. Don't go there if you're even a tiny bit insecure. TLDR. Took girlfriend to a nude beach and she was clearly impressed by what she saw there, leaving my ego shattered. That is understandable. She should not have been gasping and saying, oh, my God. Keep that to yourself. It's fine to think it. Not the greatest to verbalize it in front of your boyfriend. That's true. Edit. This post blew up, and it's kind of overwhelming. I can't read all the comments, but this has made me think about the relationship as a whole. That might be a bit extreme. Firstly, I agree what she did was very rude and disrespectful and kind against the rules of Anuta's Beach. That is true. That is not what Anuta's Beach is for.
0: I was about to say that. Like I was waiting for you to finish reading. but Yeah. It's it's an etiquette thing when you go to places like that.
1: Yeah, you're not supposed to stare. You're not supposed to take pictures. It's not to be sexualized. Right. That's not what it's for. Correct. And there's a whole level of consent violation going on there if you're going for that reason. hmm Because those people are not doing that necessarily to be sexualized. Right. Secondly, after speaking, she said she wanted to go because she wanted to make me jealous and put up a fight for her. This seems very immature to me, and I said that to her, and she was backing off and apologizing. Not sure where to go from here, but the relationship is definitely on the rocks right now. Clearly she is unhappy to think of doing something like that anyway. I don't know. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's too. not good. Maybe he should reevaluate his relationship with her. But that's in like the second edit. That
0: would Make sense as to why she kept talking about it and gasping and, and saying, so.
1: I'm going back without you. Yeah, she was trying to make him jealous. Yeah, what a bitch! I don't
0: like that.
1: And she's using these other people who did not consent to that behavior for it. Yeah, yeah that, I don't like this girl.
0: Plus, jealousy and possessiveness is it's not healthy, it's not hot, it's not no, no,
1: no, I don't like this. So this guy says, you can tell her in ancient Rome, tiny peepees were all the rage. That's true. That's why all the um, statues have little dicks. Yeah? Yeah, because they felt like the big dick meant you were like a barbarian.
0: Hmm. Didn't know that.
1: This guy said, sorry, sorry, you feel that your dick is too small. It's not. How the fuck does that person know? <laughs> How did I know? know?
0: <laughs> he was there.
1: Just call out every ass that tops her or she'll love it.
0: See, like, we could walk around a regular beach because we don't go to nude beaches. I don't know why.
1: I don't know where there is a nude beach. I'd go to a nude beach. I don't give a fuck.
0: I was just saying you didn't let have a that, horse
1: Let that horse dick fly.
0: We could both comment on people's boobs.
1: Yeah, but we're in a weird spot, so.
0: But we couldn't both comment on... How well hung a dude is because you're not into that.
1: But if some dude walks past me with like a nine inch flaccid dick, I'm going to be like, all right.
0: Okay. That was impressive.
1: (laughs) Congratulations on the fucking lottery ticket. (laughs) So do you have any recommendations this week?
0: I I didn't do shit this week, man. Like I recommend all your children wear helmets when they ride a bike.
1: That's practical. That's way better than what mine
0: Though I don't know that a helmet would have even helped much. No, because this
1: is very much all face.
0: It it was face first, nose first. I mean, even like his lips are purple on the inside yeah. from smashing his lower face yeah. into a wall. And I don't think a foam helmet would have helped with the concussion part because of how he smashed his face yeah, into I don't, it. I don't know that it was
1: necessarily But
0: still, wear, wear a helmet. I don't know that it would have helped or not, but I wish he was wearing one.
1: It would have not, not helped.
0: Right. It wouldn't have made it worse, for sure.
1: Yeah, it would have been a different conversation had I known where they were going.
0: Yeah. We, they normally only ride their bikes right here in like the grass plot in front of our house. So, it's not a big deal if they don't wear a helmet. But, yeah, riding around town where we didn't even know they were going down hills.
1: Yes. (laughs) That they're gonna go stop and grab some ice cream.
0: <laughs> when they did get ice cream, yeah. they saw on the way home. They <laughs> took a little trip.
1: <laughs> they did enjoy their ice cream, though. Anyway, my recommendation is "Our Flag Means Death" on HBO Max, a fictionalized tale of the gentleman pirate Steed Bonnet. I have been like low key. Ob- I'm not low key obsessed with pirates. I have been openly obsessed with pirates my entire life. Like my my horror tattoo sleeve is almost done. And I'm leaning towards a full pirate back tattoo. Wow. Yeah, leaning. I haven't decided one way or another where we're going with that. But I like, read it.
0: Is there going to be an actual pirate, like a like a like a person?
1: There's going to be plenty of pirates. What I want is like.
0: I'm really tired of that clown looking at me. But like, I don't know about pirates hanging out. There with There
1: might me. be like skeletons and.
0: Oh, yay!
1: It's going to be terrifying. and It's also going to say never say
0: die. Of course. Of course it is. You know why? Yes.
1: The Goonies. Yes. Because I fucking love the Goonies. I know. Anyway, um, it's a fictionalized tale of the gentleman pirate, Steed Bonnet, who I've low-key been obsessed with for about a year now Mm -hmm. since I read The Republic of Pirates, which I might have recommended on this podcast as my recommendation at some point. This guy... Like, this is way over the top. So this, if you're looking for history, there's some there, but this is very much... Just a story. Yeah, it's very silly, very gay, actually.
0: Yeah, there's a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of LGBTQ themes in it. But one thing that is true, his wife nagged him so much. This is a rich man whose wife nagged him so much. And he decided to buy a pirate ship and become a captain instead of listen to her shit. Wow. She must have been a terror. So yeah, check it out. It's on HBO Max. Um, it's funny. I like it. It has pirates in it too. So I also like that.
0: Should I announce my movie?
1: I think so. It's a rom-com revenge, baby.
0: I'm excited. Are you excited? I am excited. I don't have the
1: slightest clue what you're picking. I don't even have an inkling of an idea. Yeah.
0: Well, I didn't either until 10 minutes ago when I said to my best friend, hey, what movie should I pick? And she said, The Notebook. And I was like, cool.
1: Is that what we're watching? The Notebook. Is there any humor in that? Rich. Okay. Just wondering.
0: It's a lot of ROM. A little, not very much calm. There's some calm, but mostly ROM.
1: Okay. Well, next week's movie is The Notebook.
0: a magical summer. Noah was a country boy. Allie was from the city. They met the night of the carnival. They had nothing in common, but after seeing Allie that night, something inside Noah snapped. Will you go out with me? No! No. Ah! Damn, my head's slipping. Okay, fine. I'll go out with you. No, don't do me any favors. No, I want you. to. Say it again. I want to all. you! All right, all right. We'll go out. That's fine. <sighs> In love, didn't I? Yes, they did. You wanna dance with me? Sure. This is a
1: good story. I think I've heard it before.
0: It's like a dream. But well, what do you to
1: do, Noah? I work at the lumber yards How much do you make at your job? 40 cents an hour. It has got to stop. You Noah? Know, huh? He's a nice boy, but he is not for you! I don't see how it's gonna work. You want not to see him anymore, and that's final.
0: selling novel by nicholas sparks oh miss how's about that date comes a story it's normal not to forget your first love but i want you for myself marry me about what we long for i saw your picture in the paper and i just wanted to see if you were okay what we settle for
1: i have a fiance waiting for me
0: what happened who did she choose and who we're meant for. Why didn't you write me? I waited for you for seven years. I wrote you every day for a year. New Line Cinema presents Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, James Garner, Jenna Rollins, James Marsden with Sam Shepard and Joan Allen in a Nick Cassavetes film. I read to her and she remembers. The Notebook. I love Nicholas Sparks, read all his books, and I bawled my eyes out for this book. So I might cry during the movie.
1: We've seen the movie. I don't know, I've seen it. Yeah, I don't think I'll cry during the movie. I think there would have been, when we saw the movie, there was no way I was going to cry during the movie. I was made of sterner stuff back then. Oh, okay. Um, If this was the first time we saw the movie, there is a reasonable shot I would cry during this movie.
0: What has worn you down? Life. Our our kid? (laughs) (laughs) That that kid. (laughs) That
1: kid had me crying yesterday. Yeah. So I don't think I'll cry this time. Watching the trailer, now I'm biased because I have seen the movie, but they give a ton away in that trailer, but I also know what the movie is, Mm -hmm. so maybe... If you don't know what the movie is and you see that trailer, they don't give as much away as right. I think they do. Yeah. Because they I, give the whole movie away in that trailer.
0: Most people don't get it by that right. little piece there at the end.
1: So, it's the notebook. She notebooked me. Do you know what show that quote's from? No. One Tree Hill. Oh. Yeah. Get No.
0: The notebook came out while One Tree Hill was on? Mm-hmm.
1: What was the... um? Ah, oh, the basketball player, the bald black kid. What was his name? The black Skills? kid. Skills? Was that his name? Skills, yeah. Yeah. Um he says it. Oh. She notebooked me. Pretty sure it's from Montreal. Hill. Now I'm questioning myself. Scared now.
0: Well, I love it when you're wrong, so. Well, we'll, we'll see. never
1: know because you'll have to figure it out. I will. Anyway, the notebook is free on HBO Max. This might mark the first time Carolyn picked a movie that you don't have to pay for. Go me. And her friend.
0: Oh, and go my best friend to my best friend. That's my best friend.
1: We actually watched this movie tonight with her best friend Mm -hmm. in North Carolina.
0: Yeah, we do movie dates. So Mm -hmm. We press play at the exact same time and then we text each other the whole time with the movies and our favorite quotes. And yeah, she is the best at cheering me up when I'm not feeling well and Mm -hmm. sick. Yeah, here's how this conversation
1: went. I'm like, well, what do you want to watch? She's like, I don't know. Me and (laughs) Chris were thinking about watching The Little Rascals.
0: Yeah, it's not on anything. Well, it's on on Peacock, Peacock. but she don't have Peacock. I just
1: named her. I got to bleep it
0: out. Sorry. God damn it.
1: And I was like, well, let's find another movie that you two can watch. Because I know I ain't going to make her feel any better. (laughs) Aw. So so I call in reinforcements.
0: I'm sorry. She's my platonic soulmate.
1: She she very much. She's been
0: there since I was four.
1: She very much is your platonic soulmate. So with that said, do you have anything else? Nope. Nope. Then say goodbye, Carolyn.
0: Goodbye, Carolyn.